Are you seeking guidance in life? Need a comforting voice to guide you through the ups and downs? Look no further. Introducing Petals of Support, the heartfelt podcast where life advice blossoms, hosted by the incredible Mama D. Hello, dear listeners. Mama D here, ready to share my wisdom and offer a listening ear. Life can be tough, but remember, you're never alone. On Petals of Support, I'll be your virtual mom, providing guidance and support when you need it most. Petals of Support, the podcast that embraces you like a mother's love. Subscribe now and let Mama D guide you on your beautiful journey. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned that there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay, we can start the show now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be all right. I'll just blame it on the... Uh, 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 Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap. I'm Dustin, and with me for Glee is Drunk Theories, Kara and Ryan. Hey-o! Hello! <laughs> we just had a fun little chat on Patreon, if you want to hear about it. Go buy it up for $3. I got a whole bunch of freaking Patreon chats that are just, like, catalog. Like, there's at least 28 by this point, probably, to listen to episodes. Some They range from 15 to 30 minutes each, so it's fun stuff. Listen to it. Do it. It's another Kara pick this week for Glee season two. Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> so, Kara, why did you pick this episode? Um, I just wanted to have one that involved alcohol. You know, since we're just drunk one with theory. alcohol in the title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because we're drunk theory and it's in theme. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I say as I take my swig of lager. So, yeah. Anyway, so let's get into the recap, I guess. Previously on Glee. Quinn was dating Sam, but kissed Finn. Then Santana told Sam, and now she's dating him. Okay. <laughs> Will has since split from Terry and still wants Emma, even if he denies it. And now Terry's married to John Stamos, the dentist. Not Terry. <laughs> Emma. Emma's dated, married to John Stamos, the dentist. Kurt transferred to Dalton Academy and likes Blaine, but Blaine is not seeing Kurt that way. And that's what you missed on Glee! In the teaser, Will goes to see Principal Figgins, who wants to talk to him about kids drinking so much alcohol on school grounds. There's like been five kids, and this other kid's like, hey, Principal Figgins! And he's like, showing <laughs> his belly on the glass. He goes, six kids are going to be suspended. He says, new drinks are on the market, and they're enticing kids to drink, and pop stars like Key Dollar Sign Ha are a bad influence. <laughs> I love that he keeps calling her Key Dollar Son Ha. That's just Key Dollar Son Ha. <laughs> and he wants Will's help. Wake up in the morning. So Figgins apparently called Kitty Dukakis 
as a speaker at an assembly for Alcohol Awareness Week. He wants new directions to perform a song about the dangers of drinking. Okay. Glee! Title card. Will stops by to see Emma in the teacher's lounge to give her and Carl, John Stamos, a double bagel slicer as a peace offering. She asks how he is and if he's dating, but he's not. Sue steps in to say that Will needs to seek treatment for his future alcoholism and doesn't have time <laughs> to date. Now Sue is coaching the Westvale Glee Club since their coach took a fall down the stairs in which we see Sue push this man not <laughs> once, but twice down the stairs. Like, I love it how she flat out pushes him down the stairs. He falls down like a, a flight or whatever to the landing. And then she goes down and he's like, I'm okay. And like, he, like, He's not afraid of what she's about to do at all. She just has like the meanest <laughs> look on her face. And he, she just throws him down another flight of stairs. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to be the coach for a while until they get the swelling under his, of his brain under control. <laughs> she then hands Will a book for Alcoholics Anonymous. In the choir room, Puck approaches Rachel about hosting a party since her dads are out of town on a Rosie O'Donnell cruise. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking nightmare. I don't know why it does. I like Rosie O'Donnell, but something about her hosting a cruise bothers me. I don't I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I, don't make me. So she's all proper saying that they, you know, her her dad's trust her and Puck's like, stuff it and have a party, bitch. Like, that's <laughs> just come on. And then he exits and Finn shows up because she wanted him to hear the song that she wrote. And then she gives him a hug to, quote, break the tension so they they can actually be friends post-breakup. She starts to sing a song about her headband. Oh, my God. And a part of me dies and rejoices inside at the same time. <laughs> because I really love the horrible songs that they would write on this show sometimes. <laughs> and I also love that he asks her, was this about your headband? And she says, yeah, it's called my headband. <laughs> 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 and then she starts talking about, you know, write what you know. <laughs> and Finn's like, you know what? If you want to be an artist like Carol King, you should probably try a little living, right? And so she instantly agrees and decides, you know what? Then I'll, I've never had a – it's Alcoholic Awareness Month. I've never had a drink. I feel like an imposter. So I'm going to find Puck to have a party at my house. So the next scene is everyone on their phones in the hall planning to go to Rachel's party. And I kind of love how they all end up in the same part of the hall together. And it's very clueless modern day, <laughs> you know. It feels really fun. And they're all like, yeah, let's go bring a party down this weekend. They're all talking about how it's going to be a horrible party, but they're going. <laughs> <laughs> so later on Saturday, Rachel has everyone over in the basement, which is like this awesome finished basement. It's like a freaking nightclub in this basement. And it's got this cool bar. It's got a, a, a performance stage. It's really neat. And, you know, I'd love that basement. Ryan, we were watching it earlier, <laughs> and Ryan was like, how the fuck did Artie get down there? That <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, because those stairs look so pre like precarious. They look <laughs> like I would fall down. I'm going down. I'm like, holy hell, it looks dangerous as hell. Maybe there was one of those hidden in-home elevators that we didn't know about. Oh, yeah, they could have, like, yeah, I didn't think about that. They are there could of, be. Right. But we're going to pretend there was, unless those guys were <laughs> that patient with, like, carrying them. Or somebody literally carried him, and somebody else brought the wheelchair, and then that's yeah. what happened. Could you imagine? I would hate to have to live that way. That would suck. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I hope, 
I'm you know I'm gonna have to take that part out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Oh, it was just between us. We were just thinking about it. It was just a thought. I hate to live that way. I have to write that down. <laughs> yeah, that would just inconveniently suck. It would suck that way because it's an inconvenience for everybody involved. So, anyway, yeah. Um, where was I? <laughs> You were describing the awesome. Oh, that's right. So yeah. So he's <laughs> everybody's in the basement. It's an awesome basement. Rachel has drink tickets <laughs> and wine coolers. She's like two drink minimum or maximum, and, and you know, and she's like tells nobody sit down on anything, and everybody's like, okay, Rachel, we got dinner reservations. I'm like, really, dinner reservations? Like <laughs> you're like 16. What? And. uh the group's like they're trying to leave, and Puck's like, you know what? If you want them to stay, you're gonna let it, need to let us dip into that liquor cabinet. And so she's like, fine. He says he'll replace whatever they drink. I'm like, sure you will, Buck. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and we get this like montage to like a G6, boom, 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 boom. You know, and, uh, <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's good times. You know, you know, you can feel the year it's from at the same time. Um. I love the part where Rachel's drinking. She's like, it tastes like pink. It tastes like pink. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. I love it. We learn that Finn is staying sober and so is Kurt so that he can impress Blaine, who is the worst at acting drunk. Yeah. He's really bad. (laughs) I mean, he's really not a really good actor anyway, in general, but He's got like crying scenes that happen later. I'm like, this feels so forced. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't even feel real. There's someone right around, like right outside scene with pepper in their hand, throwing it at his face. You can tell. I mean, I'm like, just cause. Right? You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> it feels like kids incorporated acting. It's really, you know. <laughs> I feel like they were better, really. Sometimes. I mean, yeah. So yeah, Santana is like. So Finn starts pointing out all the t- different types of drunks there are in the room. And he's mainly pointing out the girls, by the way. That's all he's yeah. pointing out is the girls. And he's like, Santana's the crying drunk. And she's over there going off on Sam about Quinn. And she's crying saying, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. And then Quinn and, and Lauren Zeises are the angry drunks. They're going off on Puck about various things. And Mercedes and Tina are the happy girl drunks. They're just laughing their asses off, having a good time. And then he's like, and we're now we're back at you. You're the needy girl drunk. And she's like, what? You're, you're hanging all over me, acting all lovey-dovey, and it's not cool. And she gets mad, and she goes, you know what, then? We're going to play spin the bottle. And she, like, yells, spin the bottle at him. Like, oh, you know, come get me. Like, she's going to do her chest, you know. <laughs> like, it's oh a God. spin the bottle fight or something. I know. Kind of, oh, is that a thing? That would be fun. Spin the bottle and fight Push each other when you spin the bottle. All right, bam! <laughs> wow, that would suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't touch me. Now. I didn't spin that one. Uh, it landed in between us. Landed in between us. <laughs> uh, so after a commercial break, they're having fun with spin the bottle. Sam kisses Brittany, and it's like a deep kiss. Like, damn, that's you know, like you owe me money, kiss, right? Yeah, like, and they're like looking at each other, and I'm like, like, you know what that means, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I would. I want to kiss Sam though, because he's got a good trouty mouth. You know, you gotta love that trouty mouth. I want to see how that tastes. <laughs> Santana's all like, "Nope, that's mine. That's mine. Nope, nope." You know, she's getting pissed. And Rachel gets Blaine Warbler, 
Everybody called him Blaine Warbler. Remember that? That was great. (laughs) And they really go at it kissing. And Rachel says, your face tastes awesome. (laughs) I know. Like, what? Uh, (laughs) Then they jump into uh, doing karaoke with Don't You Want Me, which actually is one of my favorite duets of the whole series. I like the song. I like the, not that, like, I like the, the way they do it. When I listened to the car, I was like, yeah, I learned all the lyrics for the song from this one. <laughs> I didn't know the lyrics before this. So it's fun to sing in the car. Yeah. Is that the Pussycat Dolls Don't You What, like mixed with something? No, no, that's, that's no, Don't You. The... Oh, I know. Never mind. My this bad. is Don't You Want Me, Baby. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're don't talking about. I, don't, you I got confused. Not even close to the same song. My bad. <laughs> So Sunday, Sunday, the next day at the Hummel house, Bert wants Kurt to come downstairs to help him with brunch, but he's just doesn't wait and goes straight up to Kurt's room and he barges in and finds Blaine asleep, fully clothed in Kurt's bed. Well, I guess Kurt is putting on his face. I don't know um, what he's doing <laughs> over there. And he's like, oh, oh. And then we jump to Monday at school and the kids are still hung over from Saturday night. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I have never had a hangover that's lasted more than like half a day. At least, you know what I mean? I could be sick all day. That's happened. That has happened before, but it's never gone into the, a, a second day of hangovers. It's just weird to me. So yeah, Artie brings some hair of the dog in the form of Bloody Marys and everybody's just flat out drinking in the hallway. <laughs> just drinking around <laughs> their cups and whatnot. And that's where he and Puck start singing Blame It on the Alcohol in the middle of the hallway, eventually progressing into the uh, music video version on the stage. So uh, what do we think about this one? What do we like about Blame It on the Alcohol? <laughs> I like it. It's definitely not one of my favorites, but I, I like it. It's fun, I thought. Different from the rest of them. It's one of those times that I still go, where are they getting these set pieces in this high school? Like they always complain about the budget, but I'm like, where are you getting from at the moment's notice? Like if you have them already, then there's no budget on them. You already own them. So how is it spending money? I don't understand. I don't, it's a lot of stuff that doesn't check out, but it's whatever. (laughs) It makes me mad. (laughs) Makes no sense. Anyway. So Will applauds their performance because he, he you know what, Some, you really made me think you look drunk. And Artie's drunk ass is like, we take our craft serious. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Shu says that he can't, well, you can't perform that song because it kind of glorifies drinking. Like, well, no, duh. They were having a moment, Schuster. And Mercedes says, good luck finding a song that showcases the dangers of drinking. And Rachel says, maybe there's no songs about the dangers of drinking because they there aren't any as long as you have a designated driver. Uh, okay. And Will says, driving drunk is dangerous and alcohol poisoning kills about 400 people every year. Just when Santana starts to cry uncontrollably, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's all drunk and saying, yeah, it's, you know, it's okay, everything's fine. And Santana's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Quinn and Puck say, you know, Schuster's a hypocrite because adults drink all the time. And Will tells them to come prepared, you know, for songs to perform tomorrow. Like, well, shit. Okay. In the teacher's lounge later, Will tells Coach Beast, which we love. We love Coach Beast. 
about his stresses and that she tells him that she's taking him to Rosalita's Roadhouse to hang out <laughs> and blow off some steam. We're going to Rosalita's. So after the break, while playing Carol King so far away on vinyl, Rachel makes a call to Blaine while she, he's out getting coffee with Kurt, who thinks she's drunk. Of course. Let me ask you something. What is the name of this coffee shop again? Is it? What is it? Because they, they they say it. I know about breadsticks, but what's the name of the damn coffee shop? I know there's a name. I don't think there is. Me. I think there is, and I don't remember what it was now. <laughs> bothers me so much. Anyway, so yeah, Kurt thinks she's drunk, calling Blaine, and Blaine ends the phone call and confirms, "Yeah, I just made a date with Rachel." And Kurt's like, uh, "That's funny." And Blaine's like, "No, no, I'm gonna do it." He goes, "You're leading her on," and Blaine's like, "Well, you know what? I might be by." And Kurt gets mad because he, you know, he looks up to Blaine and Blaine was always so sure of himself. And Blaine's like, I'm not 100% about who I am and I'm searching for who I am still. And, and now he gets mad at Kurt because he's coming down on him for it. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care about this. So at Rosalita's beast and shoe drink tons of beer and dance <laughs> and play bar games like the little punching bag thing. And then Coach Beast pulls Will up on stage to sing. And they drink, they sing one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. <laughs> what do you think about this one? I love that one, too. I listen to that one a lot in my car. So here's the thing about Will Schuster's songs for me. And it's not because of the rapping and stuff like that. I mean, he performs them well. But for some reason, it sounds like it's trying to be a direct copy of an original, of the original song. Instead of sounding... Like the Glee version of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm like, He's why? Are professional. <laughs> he he performs like it's like he acts it too much. He, I don't know. Something about it bothers me, and it makes me cringe a little bit. But you know, I don't. I don't know. But I like Coach Beast, so that's the saving grace of that song, I guess. <laughs> so after Rachel and Blaine's date, Kurt shows up at Rachel's at 10 p.m. to quote help her clean up after her party. Which it's three days later at least. <laughs> Why haven't you cleaned up your messy basement, Rachel? Hell, girl. You're supposed to be better than this. Anyway, so she talks about the date and Kurt kind of pokes fun at her for not kissing Blaine. And Rachel says she knows it's awkward, but Blaine is obviously conflicted. And if it turns out he's straight, you know, I did you a favor, Kurt. And Kurt is adamant that Blaine is gay and Rachel needs to step off because all, you know, will you know, you're just going to have a bunch of closeted boyfriends in the future anyway. I mean, damn, right? <laughs> He's so mean sometimes. Kurt gets mean. For no, like, damn, Kurt. Something doesn't go his way. He gets mean. He says he, yeah, she and Blaine don't have any chemistry anyway. And she decides, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to kiss Blaine while I'm sober. And you'll be eating some humble pie. <laughs> I wish there was a real thing known as humble pie. I want to know what it tastes like. It tasted like that kiss. <laughs> I guess like, so. Oh. Your face tastes awesome. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, so later that night, Beast drops off drunk Will at his apartment. Will thanks Beast for the fun night. He, he talks about how the alcohol awareness assignment, he's drunk, talking about alcohol awareness. And Beast says, we can only make kids aware of the dangers and hope they make a good decision. True story. And after Beast leaves, Will tries to drunkenly grade papers. I mean, he is still drinking. And he's like, A plus. Stay, you know, nice effort, A plus. 
<laughs> nice effort, A plus. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he gets out his phone to call Emma and fumbles the phone while you know, before dialing, and it rings and it beeps to voicemail, and he leaves a drunk, bad, bad drunk message for her, which I'll go over later. The next day, Figgins gets up, and all up in um. Excuse me, let me start that over. <clears throat> the next day, Figgins gets all up in Will's hungover face with a huge enthusiasm about the assembly. And Will's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, well, we're going to do that. Bye. And he walks away really quickly. And he runs into Emma and tries to apologize for drunk dialing her last night. But she says, I didn't get a voicemail. And he's like, okay, all right. And then she walks off just as Sue walks up and says, you know what? You have a drinking problem, Will. And he says, I don't have a drinking problem. She says, and then she says, you had the chance to do it the easy way. I'm like, what? 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 I don't know. So, so at the Hummel house, Kurt teaches Bert to make some pastries. And Kurt tells Bert, I kind of hate their names. Um, <laughs> Kurt tells Bert that Blaine is experimenting with Rachel and it bothers him. And Bert tells Kurt, he, you know, you can't have Blaine over without his permission. Even though Kurt says, I was being responsible by not letting Blaine drunk drive. And Bert doesn't want Kurt having any gay guy sleepover and insists he wouldn't let his now stepson Finn have a girl over either. And Kurt keeps trying to turn everything around on his dad, you know, trying to turn everything he says into an argument, right? His dad has every right to restrict the sexcapades of a teenager under his roof. I'm sorry, as he does. <laughs> so get over it. Oh, really? It's about me being gay or what I might do being gay. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> what you yeah. might do. I don't want you doing that right now. And I love the line the Bert says when he says he doesn't know what two guys can do together. He says he sat all through Brokeback Mountain and from what he gathers, something went down in the tent. <laughs> Which, okay, it was a funny line, but I mean, Brokeback Mountain literally shows Heath Ledger spitting on his dick and like mounting Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> It shows that oh my in the movie. God. I've never seen Brokeback. I mean, you don't see you don't see his dick, but you see what he's doing. You see what's about to happen. Pretty sure we know it went down to the damn tent. But <laughs> so Kurt finally agrees that he won't have any gay friends sleep over without Bert's commit commission permission. But then turns back and says, "Dad, I need you to educate yourself a little bit too, because I'd like to be able to come to my dad like any straight son could." Truth, one hundred percent. Mic drop for Kurt Hummel. Now we're back from a commercial break, and it's the assembly. Figgins announces that Kitty Dukakis isn't there because of disinterest. <laughs> I was like, who's hers or ours? Like, who's not interested in this? But the police chief is there, and so there's that. And then the police chief comes out. I just, yeah. Backstage. Everybody's getting nervous. Brittany is nervous because, you know, Kesha has been huge for weeks and she wants to do her song justice. <laughs> She's a legend. Also, the kids are still hungover, still hungover because they keep drinking shit to not be hungover. And so, and Rachel like brings them this like weird ass homemade hangover concoction concoction made from like a, a crap ton of her dad's liquor. And what sounds like she put them in red solo cups and she also added cough syrup, Kool-Aid and crumbled up Oreos. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like, oh, I, I mean, it makes me want to puke, not, you know, oh, God. 
So Figgins introduces them, saying that they're doing a key dollar sign ha song <laughs> called Tick and Also Talk. <laughs> I don't, I mean, what? <laughs> ah. So now we get TikTok by Kesha, performed by Britney mainly. It's a great Britney number, as far as, you know. Um, I love that she <laughs> she's dancing around and she's like, oh, as you can see it on her face. She does not feel good. She even goes over to like Rachel. I don't feel good. And like, keep going. And she's like, and, I, and she just rips and pukes all over Rachel. Oh my God. It's horrible. And then that makes like Santana like spew through her fingers. And get, oh, and the, and the way it ends with Brittany saying, everybody drinks responsibly. <laughs> In the middle, they didn't even finish the song. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get to finish the song, y'all. Everybody drink responsibly. I I don't know why in my head I remembered them. Everybody puking. I thought everybody started puking after that because <laughs> I knew that Santana did, and I was like, oh, then everybody else starts puking. No, they didn't. I was like, why didn't they puke? I don't know. Maybe it was a I don't know a sensors uh, thing. They make you have to be puking people. Anyway, so later, uh, Becky, you know, little Sue, mini Sue, basically, announces that Sue on the morning announcements, and this is what Sue says. Students, colleagues, indeed, all who understand the queen, Queen's English. We all still quake in terror at what we witnessed yesterday at the assembly by a glee club spiraling out of control. My nose is still filled with the acrid stench of teen vomit. And there's simply but one person to blame. The alcoholic teen vomit fetishist, Will Schuster, the director of that club. Two days ago, I received a drunk dial in the middle of the night from a horny Will Schuster. <laughs> Open your ears, McKinley High, and behold the awful price of alcoholism. Then she... <laughs> it's like reading her, the stuff she says makes it funnier because you're like, it's so ridiculous. You're like, you never caught all of it, but... <laughs> he presses play on the voicemail for all to hear and he's like I'm going to try my best Will Schuster impression of him being drunk hey there sexy <laughs> lady I know it's late and I know you're taken I've had a couple of drinks but there's something I really really want to say to you I love how you eat your lunch with your little plastic gloves and they crinkle and they make the cutest sound I've ever heard in my life. Why don't you pick up some wine coolers and come over and it will be just one night of let's just get crazy. Let's just get crazy. Let's get really crazy and roll around in the hay. I was just in some hay earlier tonight and I rode a bull and I was thinking of you. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when Sue shuts it off and says, Will Schuster, you've been publicly humiliated and on the road to recovery, it's the very first step. And then Becky plays her off on the xylophone. Bing, bong, bing, bong, 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 which reminds me, you know what reminded me of Becky doing this? It reminded me of the uh, Principal McGee's assistant in Greece. Playing a little, ding, 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 you know, I always thought that was fun. After another break, new directions are in Figgins' office awaiting punishment for the assembly. Will's like, I'm probably going to get fired or suspended or whatever. And Figgins enters and says the assembly paid off. He thinks it was at all an act of musical comedy. Ever since the assembly, there haven't been any drunken incidents at McKinley High. I'm like, 
why were there any in the first place? Like, why did this happen? <laughs> why were there constantly drunk kids in school? Yeah, we didn't have drunk kids in school, did we? No, that wasn't like, no. we had stoned kids, maybe, but yeah. that was about it. Like, you know, no one cared about that. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Why did that happen? No one. I'm guessing now it stopped because no one wouldn't be embarrassed like the Glee Club was. <laughs> so then he hands out free yogurt coupons to everyone. He then says he talked to his pastor about Will's love and sex addiction and, you know, Will should give him a call. Later in Glee Club, most of the kids are conflicted about drinking. Will comes out to tell them that that was not cool to do that at school or before performance. And Quinn calls him a hypocrite again. And Will agrees, you know what? I'm going to stop drinking as well. And Santana asks if, you know, if you don't drink, then what do you have to live for? <laughs> and Tina, you know, says asking them not to drink is kind of unrealistic. And he agrees again. He says they have a pledge. He has pledge forms so that they won't drink until after nationals. And then on the pledge form, he's given them his phone number in case they slip up and they can give him a call to get a, a drive home if they need it. And Santana actually looks at him and considers it. And she goes, you know, that's really cool. That's really cool of you. And so she starts, she signs it and everybody else signs it. And Schuster says that after they win nationals, he's got the sparkling cider, which blah, <laughs> I hate sparkling cider. It sucks. It really does. Bad, bad news, yo. So later at the coffee house, the unnamed coffee house for now, Rachel is prepping to kiss Blaine again. Kurt is there as both support and hoping it doesn't work out, of course. Kurt spots Blaine enter, and Rachel hurries over him and just grabs him and kisses him full on. And he pulls back. He goes, yep, I'm gay, 100%. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for helping me sort that out. <laughs> and then he leaves for the restroom, and Kurt comes over to console Rachel. And she's like, oh, my God. She doesn't care. She's like, I just got rejected by a gay man. This is songwriting gold. She runs off to go write her song, and that's the end of the episode. Um, the name of the coffee shop is the Lima Bean. That's what it know. was. Right. <laughs> the Lima Bean. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I knew I knew what that was. I knew it. And, and it makes sense. You know, it's a perfect name. I love, I love coffee shop and bar names and TV shows. I just love how they use <laughs> puns or, you know, we had a coffee shop in town here when I was a kid back in the nineties when, you know, coffee shops were all the raids and they're popping up everywhere. Remember? Um, it was called Common Ground. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's cool. It was a, it was a used bookstore slash coffee shop. So yeah, Common Ground. Sounds like a really bad '90s like family drama. Yeah. <laughs> Coming this Thursday on Common. Ground. Oh, what is it? Oh, Lifetime. Common Ground. <laughs> Can they find it? We'll find out. That's exactly. What or it also could be like a Hallmark movie as well. Like, oh, Hallmark. Holy shit, I forgot about Hallmark. She yeah. bought a new coffee shop. <laughs> he, you know, he has a bean field. <laughs> they hate each other, but they both need to sell and make things. <laughs> Can they find common ground? <laughs> God. That's bad. That's really bad. But very accurate. <laughs> Can they find common ground? Coming this spring to Hallmark. <laughs> My God. And it would be like, what, Jesse Metcalf and uh, Kelly Pickler. God. Oh. <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he in from Swim Fan also? Isn't that him? Jesse no, or no? That's, that's Jesse Bradford. 
Oh, oh yeah, I like him. He was in Bring It On. And but Jesse Bradford has been in some Hallmark movies. movie about hacking ever made. Oh, Hackers? I love Hackers, yeah. Oh, I love Hackers, too. I and we can see uh, Jesse's Bradford. <laughs> his Bradford pair, his, his ass. Anyway. <laughs> I love 90s movies. That's my jam. I know. I love that. Yeah. 90s movies. Oh, that was great. That was before Angelina Jolie went cuckoo, cuckoo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> She didn't even get cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. She went past that. She went to cuckoo, cuckoo. Yo, I mean, do you remember where she showed up at the Oscars with her brother and the blood vial and they were kissing? Like, I remember. It was so weird. weird as fuck. Yeah. And yeah, that was one year. And that then was the next... her in fucking Sling Blade, right? No, that was no, no, no. She did that with her brother. Also, a different year. Yeah, that was the next year she was there with Sling Blade. Oh and they had sex yeah. on the way to the car, like, in the car on the way there. And like, they're bragging about it. It's so weird. I'm like, why? Yeah. You... And the thing is, these things are all trapped in moments like on TV. You don't think her kids are ever going to find these? And don't, when you feel embarrassed about this, like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't try not to be weird, guys. I mean, you yeah. can have fun, but don't be weird. <laughs> Stop being weird. <laughs> Dear Jesus. Okay, so what do we think about the, uh, the songs of this episode? What's your favorite ones? So we got TikTok by Kesha. We've got One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer. We've got that's my favorite from there. You Want Me and what else? That was it. So. I like the Kiss Money Sign Holland. That's my favorite. <laughs> Most definitely. Key Money Sign Ha or Key, key Dollar Sign Ha. Tick and also Sorry, talk. Key, key Money yeah. Sign Ha. Tick and also talk. Okay. <laughs> I just love how Figgins was always in the audience, just kind of feeling it every single yeah. time. He seems weary at first, and then it goes back to him. He's just like has his eye closed, dancing to whatever they're singing. <laughs> he loves the new directions, man. I love it. But yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with um, "Don't You Want Me" because I just like that song. It's such a fun song, and I learned it from this episode. So that's what I'm going with. Audience <laughs> members, what do you think? What do you think? Do you like any of those songs, or which one do you think of the episode you you like the most? Um, do you have any thoughts on this episode? Any Sueisms you want to share? Do it. Meet us out on social media. We got uh, Karen Ryan at Drunk Theory on all platforms, pretty much, and drunktheory.com. Visit them, check out their podcast. Do it today. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. So yeah, reach out to us. Tell us things. We want to hear from you. Join us next week for another episode of a Glee Recap. A Glee Cap. And it's going to be my episode that I picked. Yay! <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.